we all know and we all hear that people buy from people. So why don't you create content that is from the different people in your organization that adds a layer of their own perspectives and their own past experiences to really just enrich the content that you get out of a podcast? You're listening to Recorded Content, a podcast for small, scrappy B2B marketing teams who want to get the most out of podcasting. In each episode, we capture stories from industry experts and podcasters. Listen in and uncover what it takes to launch, run, and grow a successful B2B podcast. Check out and subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Let's jump in. Hey, this is Justin. I'm the co-founder of Motion and your host for this episode of Recorded Content. Recorded Content is brought to you by Motion, a done-for-you podcast agency for small, scrappy B2B tech marketers. This episode of Recorded Content features me and Tristan Pellegrino, my business partner at Motion and co-host of Recorded Content. When your company produces a branded podcast, you have the opportunity to create a lot of original content for your audience. You pull in perspectives from customers, internal experts, other industry leaders, uh, but a lot of companies miss out on the chance to distribute information through their employee social profiles organically. And companies miss the opportunity to carry on conversations with real people instead of just updates from their corporate social accounts where maybe you have a social media manager who responds with a thumbs up or a fire emoji. So that's why it's important to encourage employees to provide their own perspectives on the content uh, created from your company's podcast. When an employee offers up their own unique perspectives on top of insights shared in a podcast episode, you're really going to increase the reach uh, and engagement overall. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Let's jump into it. So Tristan, when a company has a podcast, they naturally share podcast episodes from their corporate account. But what's the big opportunity here for companies beyond their brand's social profiles? I think this is a a great question because it is, in fact, a huge opportunity that I feel companies are not taking advantage of. So if you can figure this out as a brand, you really have the ability to grow your audience and and really improve the, the impact of your podcast overall. And so let's think about this for a second. You you get a lot of assets out of a podcast if you if you do it right and if you use a lot of the the ideas that that we talk about a lot on this show, but that typically is just really the first wave. That's the first phase. It's all this content typically from the brand's voice, right? It's information that can be shared on the brand's social profiles. But we all know and we all hear that people buy from people. So why don't you create content that is from the different people in your organization that adds a layer of their own perspectives and their own past experiences to really just enrich the content that you get out of a podcast. And and that I I believe is really the the true opportunity that, that a lot of companies don't take advantage of right now. Yeah. And I, I mean, I know for myself and just for our business, I mean, the the true engagement that we get, you know, and not B to C, but you know, P to P, right? Like person to person, the the people that I engage with um, online, and I run Motion's uh, social accounts, right? Like I I, I tweet for Motion, I uh, post on LinkedIn for Motion, multiple posts uh, per day. We have at least one post go out every single day, and I have very little interaction with people in our community from the corporate account. But 
I have tons of engagement. I mean, relatively speaking, there are people with lots more engagement than me, but from my LinkedIn account, I know Tristan has the same from his LinkedIn account, from his Twitter account, people engage with us and we are, you know, sub components of the overarching brand, but we get, you know, inquiries in our DMs asking if we can jump on a call to talk about people using our service and just questions about podcasting in general, where we are able to help people that they probably wouldn't ask of the motion corporate account. They, they want to know from us. And, you know, I, I wish more people did that. I think there's a serious common misconception that marketers are just all on social media talking about marketing. I'd say it's a very, very small fraction, probably like 1%. Don't quote me on that. I don't have any hard data. But Tristan, why do you feel like employees don't share more often? Yeah, I feel like the biggest reason you don't have you don't see employees sharing podcast content or really any content marketing in general is because they're, they're just is a lack of a, a framework. People don't really know how. If you think about a an image that's created or an ebook that's out there, what you'll often see is people just share a link. Hey, we just developed this new ebook, or we just released this new episode, or we just created this new demo video. There, there's nothing added to that. It's it's really no different than the the company posting the same thing. So we see. The, the company posts a link to an asset that's out there, and then we see employees will, will post the same thing. And and you'll find that it, it's really monotonous to keep doing that. And, and I feel like people might share a link once or twice if, it, if it's a really big asset that people, you know, the team spent a lot of time on, but then it kind of dies off then. And you don't really get that consistent approach, right? Every single week, every day, et cetera. You don't build up that momentum with your employees to, to where they are comfortable sharing the content that you create with their own networks. Yeah, I uh, yeah, a little little anecdote here and uh, bless her heart if she's listening. But you know, I, I went to the beach recently with my mom and my mom, she's been on Instagram for a little while. And we went to the beach and, you know, we've all been, we'd all been cooped up and COVID hadn't really seen each other in a long time for extended periods of time. And so she's very excited. And so she's taking pictures the whole time. And at one point she's posting, you know, like three or four Instagram posts per day. And we say to her, you know, mom, you're, you're really only supposed to like post one post on Instagram per day. There's no framework there that she would know that, but you know, it was she's like, excited. yeah, she's Power excited. And so she, she posted all these posts on, on Instagram and I think marketers especially, but just anyone, your, your LinkedIn profile is this, this outlet of yourself to the, to the business world and people don't want to be wrong. So my mom didn't care that I course corrected her on the way to post from Instagram. She's like, I don't know. I was just having fun posting. But I think that there is this innate fear from people who don't have a framework like you mentioned to not do it the right way. Uh, when I tell people, Hey, you know, maybe you don't share the, the company's post, actually post it yourself. And they're like, Oh, I did. I didn't know that. And then it's like, oh, I did it wrong. And do people think and know that I did it wrong? And do I look silly or whatever? And so what does that lead to? It, it leads to complete 
inaction. And I think that people are afraid to get out there and put themselves out there from this, especially from this business social media, because it is, it's not only a reflection on your company and maybe you get in trouble with your boss and your boss comes in and is like, why did you post that? And that probably won't happen, but there's these fears that we make up in our head to, hey, do my colleagues or uh, peers out there think that what I'm posting is silly or wrong? So I guess leading into my next question are, you know, Tristan, I'm curious, what are some ways to curb that fear, what are ways that people can get started with building out social posts from a company's podcast? Yeah, so we'll we'll go through some some ideas here that that I actually put these in a LinkedIn post not too long ago. So that's why we wanted to jump in and talk through these. And I think if if you're able to provide your employees as an example or as a framework, it will it will help prevent that inaction that, that you're talking about, really? Because I, I feel like a lot of employees are just frozen. They don't really know what to do. They they don't have anything to start from. They're literally looking at a blank page. Or if you're in LinkedIn, you know, it's like uh, the post window. There, there's nothing there. It's blank. It's like, where do I start? How do I build a post around some content that my company's creating? How do I tie this to my customers and make it relevant to them? People are, are frozen. So let, let's talk through some of the examples. And, and before I go down each one of these, I, I think there's a big idea here that, that's important to get across. The, the easiest way to describe how to get started with, with sharing podcast episodes and the content within the episodes is to share what you learn. So if you encourage your employees, and hopefully naturally they listen to your podcast anyway, if, if you just encourage them to share what they learn from the episodes in the form of social posts, whether it's LinkedIn or Twitter, that, that's a good way to at least get the ball rolling. So let's let's just jump through some of the scenarios that, that I shared on LinkedIn not too long ago. One of the, the first things I, I think that is helpful that can create a, a post on LinkedIn is if you're able to share the summary of, of a podcast episode or the podcast outline even before you bring on the guest. So let's say you have some insight if you're the host or you're the producer or you're maybe the the executive that that knows what's happening with the podcast. If you know you're you're having a guest on on your show and you've prepared as a team, why don't you share some of those insights like what you're trying to get out of the interview beforehand? And if you assemble a post out of those ideas, you can even create engagement by asking your audience, what other questions they would like to ask your guests. So this is almost a precursor before you actually record the episode itself. And you're creating this sense of community with the folks that are either in your LinkedIn network or or Twitter or what have you. And they're almost becoming a part of your show. And we do that every once in a while. We'll, we'll ask our customers, hey, we're having this guest on recorded content, is there anything that that you could think of that you would like us to ask them? So it's almost an inside track there. So that's that's the first thing that comes to mind. I mean, what, what do you think about that, Justin? As, as far as creating a post before you even have the podcast episode recorded, I did it this morning. 
I, I wrote a post on uh, on a podcast episode that we recorded uh, around script and building script. So you know, Tristan and I usually try to bundle these uh, these episodes together where we talk about a few different topics. So the one that we did before this is uh, the the ways to build a framework around a script. And so what did I do this morning? I wrote about why it's important to have a framework for a script. So I, I implement, are. yeah, and, and here we are. So, I mean, for me, I was preparing for the episode where, you know, I was being, we kind of alternate, just to give you all a peek behind the curtain. Tris and I alternate who kind of hosts these episodes between the two of us. Um, so I'm hosting this one and the previous one he hosted. So I was more of the subject matter expert in that episode, even though we both try to provide insights. And so as I was thinking about what it is that I was going to be talking about, I found it helpful to myself to put that into writing and to kind of take a stance uh, and really build out what my methodology was going to be, what my thought process was going to be. And then when we came into the episode and Tristan went and asked me the questions that, you know, I I generally I knew were coming, uh, I had already built out a 300 word post on how I felt about it. That also allowed me to have content this morning when I sat down at my computer. So I embody that uh, that bullet point there, Tristan. Yeah. All right. So if we have that example in place, so, so you're all almost writing posts before you even record. So that, that's one example. Another thing is after the, the episode is live and, and if you as an employee listen to, to the podcast, uh, the, the other sample post that you can create is simply – providing uh, a summary on the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway that you had from the episode. So if you think about a 30 to 45 minute podcast episode for your company that was released, within that 45 minutes, there's probably one big thing that you, you were able to take away as a listener. And that might be different from someone else. But if you can write that up, put that into a LinkedIn post, and then perhaps couple that with an asset like a like a video or an image to reinforce the big takeaway that you had that is a really good way to to share a podcast episode that is way beyond just just sharing a link to the episode itself and i know you do that a lot justin but like what's your your approach for some of the recorded content stuff that that we do well i'm gonna i'm gonna just keep living in the moment here so in your previous bullet point you mentioned as an employee hearing your own podcast that you're not necessarily the host of and then posting what you learned from it. So what I'm going to do, that that was my biggest surprise of this episode. I hadn't really thought about it that way. So when Tristan hosts a an episode of recorded content and I go to, so I go to uh, LinkedIn to then post about that episode, I almost write it as if I was also the host. Um, and I'm like, hey, like, here's what Tristan talked about, but like, here's what you should learn from it. I'm actually going to start writing posts this is my biggest surprise on uh, from this episode. I'm going to write a post about, you know, what I've learned from Tristan's episode. And the one that immediately comes to mind, Tristan, is the ABT episode that you did with Park Howell. I, I think I messaged you afterward and I said, you know, wow, I. I learned a lot from listening to our podcast. I wasn't the host on that episode. I didn't sit in on it. I don't sit in as a producer. So I heard it the same way that everybody else hears it. I put it on my podcast app while I was mowing the lawn. Um, and I listened to Tristan talk to Park. And then when I go to write about it, I, I realize that I'm writing more from 
Tristan's perspective than maybe my perspective. So my biggest surprise from this episode is going to be, you know, writing about our internal podcast as as a listener and as someone who's taking things away just like you may be. So I think the, the best way that I can give an example or give my feedback is that that's something that I'm going to do. Yeah. And I think and you mentioned the biggest surprise. And I, I think those are almost like two different things where you, there's like a big takeaway that, that you can have. And then there's this, what you're talking about is a big surprise. Those are almost two separate posts that, that you can create because I, I even view like a big surprise is, is something that maybe changed your mind or, you know, you, you kind of went into the episode expecting one thing and, and the guest or the host or some interaction during the conversation changed your mind or brought something new to the surface. And and those are very unique things that you can share in the form of, of a LinkedIn post or, or any other social format. Which is what the big surprise is for me, is the, the idea that it, I had never thought about heading into this episode. I had never thought about writing about our show as someone because I don't host every single episode and writing about our show as someone who is taking something away just like an audience member would. That was a surprise for me. It's something that gave me a new idea or a new way of thinking. Um, and so, I mean, I think that's that's something that is, is worth writing about in and of itself, but then also something that I'm going to bring into my approach moving forward, which is, you know, what you hope to get out of a podcast. And, and I know you're pulling in like real-time examples almost. I, the, the next idea is actually uh, an example I used this morning on LinkedIn, which is using a quote from a podcast episode within your, your LinkedIn post. And we hear a lot where as a copywriter or a marketer, you want to try and use your, the language that your customers use and so that you can appear to be on the same page as folks. And, and I think a podcast episode is, is a great opportunity to do that. You're, a lot of branded podcasts, they're, they're bringing on industry influencers, prospects, customers, and these, these people are using language that you can then use in your own content. So you can literally take a quote, and that might be something that, that you learned, or that might just be a perspective on the industry. So John... Sally said X, Y, Z, and then you can provide your, your own perspective on that outlook. And, and that's what I did this morning. There, there was a, uh, a guest that we had on recorded content that, that provided a viewpoint on, on how to uh, use a podcast to bring in different perspectives from across your organization and how to use a podcast to break down silos. And I actually used the quote from the episode to, to reinforce the idea that, that I had in the post. So that, that's just a way to, to really use the actual podcast content itself in, in the form of a, a social post. Yeah, and for me, the, the greatest one ever was the, we did a, an episode around, uh, around niche or niche, however you say it. And uh, Chris Lockhead said, I'd rather matter to a thousand people than be irrelevant to a hundred million people. So they won't always be that great, but when you get them, use them. Uh, yeah. that, that quote we use, I think, all over the place in our marketing materials, not just on LinkedIn, but man, it's a heck of a, it's a, heck of a quote to put at the top of a LinkedIn post. That's right. So, so we have these quotes you can pull out. Uh, another example is use the summary in your, your actual RSS feed. So when you do publish a podcast episode on whatever host that you're using, that 
populate your RSS feed, which then gets sent out to Apple, Spotify, etc. So there, there's a summary there that's included with every episode that you release. And if you're an employee, you can take that episode and, and use that as a foundation for a post because ideally it provides a, a very good summary of, of what was included within the episode itself. And, and you can perhaps talk about some of the big ideas that were discussed. You have some information on the guest or the topic of the episode. So you almost have like this this blueprint to, to work from and it prevents you from having to start with the you know a blank sheet of paper. The the last one that I have here is perhaps one that will even make your posts more unique and, and that's adding a personal story. So let's say you, you, you pull out a trend that was discussed in a, in a podcast episode or you know, perhaps you use a quote from the guest or the host during a podcast episode. What you can do is then add a layer of your own experiences to that. So let's just think about this for a second. And I think this is a big opportunity for companies is let's say you have you, you take like the, the same summary that, that each person has for the podcast episode. And if you have 10 employees that add their own unique story to that podcast summary. And they're providing their own layer of experiences to reinforce this idea. You have 10 completely unique posts that are now getting shared on LinkedIn or Twitter or anywhere else where your, your, uh, your employees are, are having conversations online. So you're exponentially increasing not only the, the podcast episode content, but also the value that's contained within your organization. And I, and I think that's something that people forget that sometimes they'll just reiterate what's in a podcast episode and they'll forget, Hey, I have valuable experiences that I can pull in as well to just add more color to, to what's already there. But uh, what do you think about that, Justin? Yeah. I mean, people are living and breathing what their company does every single day. Um, and I, I think that a lot of folks discount what their voice means question whether or not their opinions or views are valid and i think that fortunately or unfortunately it stems from leadership empowering people and so my I mean my biggest recommendation would be if there are any executives listening to this show it's to empower your people encourage your 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 team to go out there and post and have a voice and recognize that you know they're likely just as much of experts or more than a lot of the people reading their content. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, as you mentioned, the more people you can have out there posting organically, uh, you're just significantly increasing the firepower of your brand. Uh, and it's for, it's free advertising. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. And, and I'll just leave people with this. If you can pinpoint things that are interesting to you within a podcast episode and, and talk about that and write about that, chances are, highly likely that that your audience will, will find those things interesting too. Absolutely. And I think that is a good place for us to stop. Hopefully with some of the tips we covered, you'll be able to write more social posts from podcast episodes and encourage other employees, hopefully to jump on board as well. That's all we have for this week's episode of recorded content for Tristan and me. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you again soon. 
Thanks for listening to Recorded Content, a show brought to you by Motion, a done-for-you podcasting agency for B2B tech marketers. We do the podcast stuff so you can focus on strategy, building brand awareness, and developing new relationships. To learn more about how you can launch and grow a podcast for your company, check out motionagency.io. Thanks for listening to Recorded Content. 